Is this mic on? Check, check. One, two, three. Let me do a quick sound check before we... Hello, Christ. I'm about to sin again. I said I love you to that man, but I'm not feeling him. I'm made with sugar, spice, kaneka, lime, and cinnamon. <laughs> I love those girls. I love them. Slap a bitch, bitch, slap back, because I'm feminist. You've got mail. Hi, Stephanie. Um, First, let me just say that in my head... You and Denny are like the y'all are like the cousins that I love, but I don't get to see often because family drama or something. But when you when you said, "Did you miss me?" I literally out loud said yes. And then when Denny spoke, I was like, "Oh!" It made me realize how much like I missed your whole world. Well, not your whole world. Like, it made me want to know, like, how's Denny? How's your mom? How's Pops? How's Hype? Like, how are they doing? Because that's just, I don't know. But I am glad that you are back. I am happy that you are back in a way that is healthy and beneficial to you. And I'm very proud and very happy that you took the time that you needed for you. In your life because I feel people fail to realize that there are real people behind the mic and they have real lives. Um, I do like your topic about the travel and your rent's not paid. I like and appreciate it that you said that you are having conversations for heterosexual because that's what you are. That's who you married to. That's where you, if you want to find the space, then create. And I feel sad that you have to say that to like prove or something that you're not discriminating against the alphabets. Like why? Like anyways. Okay. That's a whole nother topic, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Um, I am so happy RBC is coming back. I just really, I was listening to DJ's podcast um, with Crystal and I forget which episode I was listening to, but all I could think about was, damn, I really miss Stephanie and BJ talking together. Like y'all just gave me my whole life, but I just want to tell you, Miss Stephanie, that I am very grateful that you are on my life path. I'm very appreciative of you. You have taught me so much, not only in our sessions, but in our Patreon groups, just to like, now I ask people, do you have the capacity before I like vent or anything? And instead of trying to fix people's lives, I'm just like, how can I support you? And I don't know. I'm just I'm just glad you're back. I'm just glad you're back because the world needs you. We need you. Um, yeah. So she's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hashtag ISN pod. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. I am Stephanie, the life architect, the builder, customizer, and designer of healthy emotional lives. And that includes your audio life. That's right. Your podcast life. I'm here. I'm here to add some righteous ratchet fun to it. And today I am so excited to be all about you. That's right. This episode, this whole episode is dedicated to my beautiful souls. The ones who DM me, the ones who listen, the ones who subscribe, the ones who listen in silence and don't comment or write back, but they support me with energy. This is your episode. I'm so excited to be on the mic today. Because I do monthly episodes, I do have a chance to live and breathe and inhale deeply and exhale in between episodes uh, so that I can be of service with content that matters, in my opinion, for and to you. So how's your soul doing? Can we take a deep breath together before we begin? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's let's close our eyes wherever we are, except if we're driving or operating heavy machinery. We're not going to do that. 
if we are in places and spaces that are safe just for us to take a moment for ourselves, if you would be so kind, can you put your hand over your heart and quietly feel it beat just for a few seconds? Inhale deeply. Inhale gratitude. Inhale grace. Inhale forgiveness for yourself. Exhale slowly. All of the things that made you cry recently, all of the things that hurt your feelings, all of the words that pierced you down to the white meat. Yeah, let that go. Let that go. And today we are going to let it flow. Tony Braxton. La da 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 da. Let it flow. La da 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 da. Let it go. Let it flow now, baby. Let it flow and let it go. For the next however minutes, it's going to be me and you. Tune everything and everyone out and let's just enjoy each other. Can we do that? Welcome. Welcome to the new listeners, the freshmen. Yeah, here at the I Said No podcast. Did you know the hashtag is ISNPod? That's what it is. And to my new followers, thank you. I see you on social media. Oh, yeah. On Instagram and TikTok that I'm learning and dealing with because it's a lot. And threads and spill and all of the places that we can connect. I see you all and I thank you for rocking with me. Now, I'm going to respect your time like I demand you respect mine. Let's get straight into the episode. It's time for the church announcements. Anytime you hear that Baptist and or Pentecostal organ, you know it's time for me to run down all things happening with me. And it's also a time for me to share your triumphs. That's right. It's all about you, not only on this episode in particular, but in general. So let's get straight into it. Guess what? Patreon is back and I am so excited. Yes, my subscription service that I ended right around COVID is back and it is going to be a good old time and you do not want to miss it. You want to be a part of the VIP discounts on all coaching services with me and the virtual and in-person events and the upcoming merch that's going to drop. And you want to be a part of our monthly group calls. Let me tell you something. Those group calls used to be monthly therapy for me. Though they are led by me and I teach on these calls, let me tell you, I learn. Why? Because my community, my tribe is so dope that I get to sit back and also be a student, a student in this game called life. I don't have to be the smartest person in that virtual room. And that's because of you, all of you. So I look forward to all of my returning subscribers to come on back. Yeah, you hear me. I'm talking to all of you that were there before. I want to see you again. And to the new subscribers, let's welcome people and let's invite people. You know, it's not just about hoarding or gatekeeping spaces that we want for ourselves. It's also about including people that we know could use the community that we have created. So come on over to Patreon. There are two tiers available right now as we speak. Yep, right now. Click that link in my bio, every bio on every social media platform that is known to human men and womankind. Click that link and click that Patreon tab and come on over. There are two tiers for everybody. If you want to drop a few bucks or if you want to have some more perks and drop a few more bucks, whichever works for you to get that VIP extended I Said No podcast. Oh, and the visual aspect too. Anything video related, including behind the scenes, including respect boundaries and communication with Denny Blanco and other men in my life that I have opened it up to, such as my dad, my brothers, um, and a few of you who I respect and have become friends and family to me and anyone that you believe aligns with my brand and mission that you believe should be a part of my platforms. I'm willing to entertain the idea of having them on as well by your suggestions and other video content, again, such as this show right here that you're listening to that will also have video components to it, especially when I have guests so that you can see the interaction between them and me. 
yeah, you want to come on over to Patreon. That's right. You want to go to Patreon backslash Stephanie the Life Architect. You want to come right on over. You want to click subscribe and you want to get it popping. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this episode, but I do know that you need to come on to come on over. Come on over, baby. Yeah, if you're new here, I'm going to periodically sing and sound like a drowned harassed rat. So just get used to it. And for my reunited folk, reunited and it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited for you to come over to your own. What is it like? Patreon is like your own Instagram, your VIP customized Instagram just for select people, just for your subscribers. And to me, there's nothing like having something somebody else ain't got. Somebody else is not allowed to have. Why? Because I have access that someone else doesn't have. So what else is going on? Oh, my Vibe Tribe newsletter. It is growing. I changed platforms recently. I no longer use MailChimp. For those of you who send out marketing materials, such as newsletters, you know that MailChimp is cool for the beginner, but it's time for us to upgrade and um, grow. Yeah, so that's what I did. I changed platforms, and so far, so great, and I love the format and how it's going, and again, it's growing. I see you new subscribers, and I'm so appreciative. And thank you to my old subscribers. I did not understand marketing when I first started a newsletter and I didn't understand funnels and I didn't understand flows. And now that I do, new subscribers are able to get free downloads and things from me that I'm able to put in an automatic flow that they receive, you know, throughout the courtship of their new subscription. And I want to say thank you to everyone who rolled with me when I did not know when I didn't have the information, when I didn't have the context, when I was ignorant in a certain space and place and time. And thank you for still, still thinking I was worthy when I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. You are not forgotten. And that's why a lot of you, who you know, I don't even have to name you, you know who you are. A lot of you always will be VVVIP for me because you believed in me, you supported me, you poured into me, you paid me before I was seasoned the way I am now. And I will forever be grateful. But for those new Vibe Tribe subscribers and those new Patreon subscribers, I want you to know you stand on the shoulders of the veteran subscribers that helped me get the kinks out, so to speak. So feel free to tell your loved ones that they also have a free option, which is my Vibe Tribe newsletter. I get them out monthly. And for now, that's enough for me. When I have the resources and assistance to help me produce more, I am happy to give you more. But until then, those are the options right now for my subscription services, Patreon, and my Vibe Tribe newsletter. In my newsletter. And on this podcast, I want you to know that I don't only want to talk about me and thoughts that I have. I also want to talk about you. So if you are one of my beautiful souls and you have a product and or service that you would like me to talk about and or share or review, feel free to email me, send me a DM. This is what community is about. It is not just about me putting the spotlight on me. This is a subscriber spotlight place for you. Even if you don't have a product or service or a show, I want you to know that your growth is as important or even more so important than any product or service or show to promote. If you set a healthy boundary in your life that you couldn't set before, if you grew and evolved in any way and you want to share with your community, if you want to put a spotlight on you, I'm here to do that for you. Where in your life would you like to shine a light on them? Where? Wherever that is, email me and tell me. And let's make sure that this community grows past the external things, the external people, celebrity gossip and other things. Let's let's lift each other higher. You know, I always wanted to create a space where we were the celebrities, where it's not about people in Hollywood or on Love and Hip Hop, on VH1 or MTV and the reality verse in Bravo. I always thought that we were worthy of the treatment and the money and the resources that these people who were embarrassing themselves were worth. And I always said, we are the shit. I am the shit. And if they're in my community, that means they're the shit too. And I think that we should be celebrating each other in that way. So holla at me. So I can put the spotlight on you. And for those of you who are not accustomed to the spotlight and who don't want to be braggadocious 
and were taught to be humble and sit down. I say take up space, be loud, and stand up. Stand up. Stand up. This is the place for you to stand up. Stick your chest out. Put your head up. Shoulders back. And say, this is where I am, this is who I am, and this is what I want to share. And Stephanie said I can share it here, so here I am. And speaking of subscriber spotlight, did you hear Alicia at the beginning of this episode? Yes! My girl, Alicia. Hello, girl. Hey, Alicia. Alicia is a former life coaching client of mine. She was also a Patreon subscriber. I hope she comes back. She's also a listener to this show or of this show, and she is a follower of mine on social media. So Alicia is like the blueprint VIP, right? Because she checked all of the, I mess with Stephanie. This is my girl boxes. And she was kind enough to send me the voice note. And she gave me permission to use it after I sent the rough draft, uh, resurrection newsletter to the vibe tribe. And I got so many beautiful responses from you guys, which I mentioned in the last, I said no podcast episode. And Leisha just said, Stephanie, I need to do more than send an email. I got to send you a voice note. And I love that. And I appreciate that. And thank you, Leisha, for just, again, sewing into me. You guys have no idea how much you hold me up. You lift me up. You elevate me. Sometimes y'all got me floating. And I cannot be here without you. I cannot do this without you. So if you want to follow in Leisha's footsteps and leave me a voice note, guess what? There is a I Said No podcast hotline, and that number is 413-438-0323. Again, the I Said No podcast hotline is 413-438-0323. If you ever have questions, if you ever have comments on a current old past episode, if you ever have episode suggestions, if you want advice, if you want to say something, if you want to share a moment in your life that you feel that my following should hear, I want you to call 413-438-0323 and I want you to leave a message. Yes, leave a message that can be aired right here on the I Said No podcast. Let's make this go around with all of my platforms interactive and again about you. 413-438-0323. Two, three. The next spotlight goes to Sean. You know him. Scary to remarry. Yeah, he is on fire right now. He invited Denny Blanco and I onto his marriage work series that is now viral. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time I've gone viral. This is one of, I think, like six or seven times. And I want to talk about going viral and the pain points in that, but that'll be on a separate episode. Sean asked amazing questions. Sean asked open-ended questions that allowed us to think and process and speak and articulate what our intentions were. Being on that show, Sean is growing, not only his following, the numbers, but he's also growing to me as a host and as a coach. Sean is now a certified life coach as well, which is, you know, Credentials, something I respect wholeheartedly and only really want to work with people that have the credentials to understand how to navigate this life coaching space that so many people take for granted. And it was just also a really fun and great time. It was on a Saturday morning and we just went in open hearted and trusted Sean's vision and it came out great. So thank you, Sean, for being here since the Not Your Mama's podcast days when I was a co-host with Lauren. And all of these years later, we are able to work with each other. And Sean will be a future guest on the show and possibly on the Patreon monthly video call where we can all discuss as a group together live and chat about this thing called love and marriage Good looking out, Sean. I really appreciate the invitation and how you handled the viralness of it all, if that makes sense. How you handled the comments that were both positive and negative, the several hundred comments on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. I'm in there with you. I'm answering and I'm replying and I see how you conduct yourself in post. After you got what you wanted from us, you were still a gentleman and you were still professional. And I appreciate that because let me tell you, I have been in situations and spaces and worked with people that after the deed was done, they tapped out. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I have a way of how I want to be treated 
and there were people I had to tell. Oh, hell no. Oh, no, that's not what we're doing. And I didn't have to tell you that. So kudos to you. I appreciate you. And I look forward to working with you in the future. And that concludes church announcements. Now, can we get into why we are here? Listen, if you saw the promo on Instagram, you know that I am reading some viewer and follower DMs today and I am giving advice. People come to me for advice and I am very grateful that people trust me with their business. And for whatever reason, people go deep. And I'm not talking about like, hey girl, what should I wear to this or that? I'm talking about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. People be giving me all they got and I don't take that for granted. So let's get straight into it. Please know that if you have questions or you need advice, you can always remain anonymous with me. I do not need to share your name and or your tag on social media if that is something you're comfortable with. Yes, we can share that if you want people to know who you are. But if you don't, Know that that's okay with me. So let's get into the first DM, shall we? Hi, Stephanie. A friend recently told me I'm too focused on sex. Ouch. Though it was harsh, it got me thinking. I have a great social life, fun dates, great sex, but that's all. I saw your post about men and consequences, but I don't know if I can be the woman who sets boundaries after being the fun, go-with-the-flow girl. I feel like you have what I need to hear. Thank you. Help. Number one, thank you so much for trusting me with your vulnerability. I'm not sure if that was easy to type for you, but you did it and I applaud your bravery. Number two, I am happy that you have been having great sex. Can we stay there for a second? Can we stay there for the great sex? Satisfaction for women is so underrated and undervalued. There are so many women who are having sex and they are unsatisfied. They are not having orgasms. They're not having the tingles. Their nipples are not getting hard. They feel used and abused and turned in and turned out. But you are a woman who is having great sex. You are pleasure filled. And that, my friend, yes, queen. Okay. Yes. Queen to the good sex. That is nothing to sneeze at. Unfortunately, we shouldn't have to reward pleasure for women so much, but in this day and age, in this day and age where women are being vocal about the lack of sex, that's enjoyable that they are having. I want to salute you for that. Number three, Was your friend's delivery really harsh, which is unpleasantly rough? Or was it the truth that you've been avoiding that you internally knew? That's why you sent me a DM. This question matters because words mean things. And before we call your friend harsh, before we label people mean and hurtful, we have to know that most people define things by their feelings, not facts. And I'm not saying that your friend wasn't harsh by the definition. I'm just asking you to assess the word harsh that you're labeling her delivery. Could it have been both? Because there are certain things that are gray, right? Not everything is black and white. There's a possibility that you needed to hear it because you were avoiding it and it was harsh. Or it's a possibility that it's the harsh truth, but her delivery wasn't harsh. I don't know. I wasn't there. But based on what you told me, you said, ouch, in the DM, not because of how she said it, but what she said to you, you said was harsh. So I think clarification in that space is necessary for your friendship. Because if you're viewing her as a harsh deliverer and she's not, there's a chance that you're not receptive to anything she says because you deem her delivery as harsh just because she's telling you the truth. Now, if her delivery is often harsh, she and I need to have a conversation about love that doesn't have to be tough all the time, which is something I learned about. There is a post I have on Instagram for that. I could easily tag you if you'd like to share that with her. There is such a thing as kind love, gentle love, truthful love that doesn't have to be harsh. So I need you to clear that up for me before I can really go there. But that stood out to me because again, for me as a certified life coach and as someone that just respects the English language, as someone who never really felt smart when they were younger, as someone who struggled to even read in school, once I started to see myself as intelligent, words really meant something to me. And I think that they should mean something to other people. Number four, let me say this and hear this clearly. 
Hear it loud and proud. As a matter of fact, this is where you like push your headphones in a little deeper. This is when you turn the volume up. Dick is abundant and low in value, beloved. Dick is abundant and low in value. Getting piped down doesn't mean that you are seen. And it seems like you're realizing that. You're coming to the space and place in your life where you're also interested in connection and your heart and your mind and soul being valued as much as your body has been valued. Again, I told you when I asked you the second question or when I made the second point, I said, yo, you getting pleasure out here in these streets. Good for you. Clap, clap, clap. Let's go to the other side of that coin about how dick is abundant and low in value because you can get dick anywhere. Women can get dick quicker than a man can get pussy. Whether you want that to be the truth or not, it's a fact. You can come out here in your do-rag, your flip-flops and chancletas. You can have on your house coat. You can have off your bra and your boobs hanging to your knees and somebody would still hit that. Guys go outside looking messy. Most likely they're going to get chastised for looking a hot mess. It is what it is. At least in my world, that's how it is. So when I say dick is abundant and low in value, that's what I mean. The value of it is low because you can get it anywhere. It's not a high price. Guys are hypersexual. Guys are visual creatures creatures. Guys love to be touched. Most men's first love language is physical touch. So you can get dick and get touched down at any time. Can your heart, mind, and soul be as valued as your body? Maybe the truth seemed harsh from your friend because you knew it to be true because you are leading with your labia instead of leading with the connection you crave for your heart, mind, and soul. My next question for you is, do you believe you are worthy of more than just the pleasure-filled, fun sex. Let me be clear, you are. You are worthy of more than what is between your magical thighs. And though you might know what you're doing in that area, it's okay to not know what you're doing in the other connection areas. It's okay. None of us are perfect. I'm not here to chastise you. I'm here to call you up. I'm here to call you up. You said you think I have what you need to help you, and I agree with you. My questions for you are to provoke your thought to your individual growth, to set the boundaries around your body, to set the boundaries around your body that you need to get the connections that you want, and not just set the boundaries around your body with men, set the boundaries around your body with your body, from your body to your body, from you, for you. This is very important. Worthiness plays a huge part here. You said you feel like you can't be the, the girl who switches her vibe. I can't be the go with the flow girl one minute and then all of a sudden be a girl who's like, no, my value is more than flow. The fuck you can't. Yes, you can. You're allowed to grow in this life. You don't have to be what you've always been. What was doesn't mean is what is and what is going to be. You get to decide at any moment that you get to change the page. As a matter of fact, you get to close the whole book and you get to start a new one. Do you believe that you are worthy of more than just fun and sex? You are. Next, did you thank your friend yet? Did you thank your friend yet? If you have not, I recommend you do so. Please call her up. Not a text message. Call her up. FaceTime that girl. Have some brunch or dinner with her. Invite her over for some charcuterie and some mimosas. Have a sit down with her and tell her thank you. Tell her thank you for calling you up and out about something you've probably shared with her numerous of times. And if you haven't, she's your bestie. She's your friend. She's watching you. She knows your POP. You know what POP is? Patterns of practice. Your pop is your pattern of practice. She knows your POP. She watches you in these streets. She sees when your energy is sopped up by another sexual transaction. She sees your hurt and your pain. She sees your joy. She knows when you're pleasure filled. She knows those endorphins when they die down. She sees when you're depleted and she, you're searching for a new dick to fill that battery right back up. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, instead of thinking she was harsh, you sit back in gratitude for a friend who told you like it needed to be told. Maybe, maybe, even if she was harsh, you push past the harshness and you tell her thank you. And then you tell her how her delivery stung a little bit. And going forward and moving forward, if she does have to share something with you again, if she indeed was harsh, that you would like her to give you kind love instead of tough love. Also, maybe you evaluate how you retain information from her. Do you listen? Are you approachable? 
Some people don't realize that harsh love has to come to them because they don't receive kind love. Uh-huh. That's a whole separate episode. Let me write that down so we can talk about that because everyone want to talk about delivery, not realizing that the delivery they only receive comes with venom. And moving right along, if you know I have what you need to hear, consider contacting me for a one-on-one. This is what I do, and you know this is what I do. And I am happy, happy at times to offer coaching consultations because this is what that was, my friend. This was a coaching conversation that we took to the audio space. And while it's cool at times, let's respect what I do. Not asking me for a free consultation, which this is, which this is, and I volunteered, which at times I don't mind doing. But let's consider to stop playing with me and you book a one-on-one coaching conversation with me. Yeah, let, let's, 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 let's act like you know I do this for a living and let's take it to the space where we can really help dig deeper into the questions that I had for you and, and take it to a customized approach so that you can actually get to the space you need. Yes, I believe in self-healing. And yes, sometimes what someone says on a microphone or a TV show or in a movie or in a play or in a book changes our lives. I do think that that's possible, but I also think that we need to invest in the help we need. And this is not just an upsell for me. If you don't want to book me as a life coach, there are other life coaches that I can recommend for you that you can find yourself. And or if you want to take it a step further and get an actual therapist, you can do that too. Just know that when you slide in someone's DMs with something that requires detail, it's pretty much a free consultation. Th- that just is what it is. And I'm grateful that you trust me again, and I'm grateful that I have a platform such as this to share my responses with you, for you, and with the audience. But let's stop playing with me. And let's stop playing with every service provider, whether it's about life, whether it's about fashion, whether it's about anything, fill in the blank. If you're reaching out to people to pick their brains, know that they get paid for their brains to be picked. Okay? I hope every question I had for you helped you. And I hope it helps someone else. This doesn't have to be about her. I hope you got something from it too. Let's move on to the next inquiry, shall we? The next DM really spoke to me because I related to it so much. And it states, Stephanie, I'm embarrassed to say I'm tired of being an independent woman. I'm exhausted and find myself craving the soft life. I make good money take nice vacations, and have a good man and friends, but I still feel guilty about pulling back on my duties and responsibilities. Is this something you or anyone in your tribe have experienced? Thank you so much. Listen, not only is it relatable to myself and other women, it's also relatable to men. Being tired of being the one who handles, who takes care, who's the rock, who's the responsible one, is exhausting no matter how you self-identify. The definition of independent states free from outside control, not depending on another's authority. Definition number two states not depending on another for livelihood. Listen, growing up, I thought independent was the way to be. And if you come from backgrounds like me, you constantly heard if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You heard you can't trust nobody. You heard you came in this world alone, you're going to leave this world alone. You've heard things and seen things that told you that independent was the only way to be as a human being walking this earth, having a human experience. You were told that depending on someone was always going to end in failure. You said you were embarrassed to say that you are tired of being an independent woman. And let me say this to you. Not only do I thank you for your transparency, I thank you for the relatability that this DM ushered in. You are not alone in feeling tired of being independent. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. There are so many of us who are exhausted exhausted from standing 10 toes down in this life by themselves. A lot of it was taught to us and we carried that over. And a lot of us have learned a few things along the way 
but still stand on this. I know that, you know, life doesn't have to be how my mama and them said it was going to be or should be. And I know I should let people in in, and I know I should ask for help. And I know that I shouldn't worry about being a burden by people who tell me to contact them should I need anything, who check on me, who have shown that they are trustworthy, who have shown that reciprocity is a thing in this relationship. But there's something deep down inside you that is causing you to still be this independent woman. And though you are tired, you have not yet put that burden of being independent down. You said that you are craving the soft life. What's the definition of soft life for you? You know, there is a huge push for the soft life. It's hashtagable. It's Instagrammable. It is very much a part of pop psychology that the soft life is the only life and while I love soft and sweet and gentle wake-ups and freedom of my time this is why I'm on this mic to not only share the gifts that God has given me to the world but let's be clear to monetize that thing too so that I could have freedom of my time and quit my nine to five finally and be able to travel the world with God's gifts and have some downtime for myself and be able to be the philanthropist I want to be on my time. That's what this is all about, freedom. And it sounds like you're craving freedom as well, but you're wrapping it up in the soft life vibe. What does soft life mean to you? I ask that question because I think a lot of people are focused on the soft life means I'm traveling, which you mentioned. You said you make good money and you take nice vacations and you have a good man and you have good friends. And I'm very happy about that for you too. Just like the previous DM I answered where I said, listen, let's clap it up for the pleasure that you are experiencing. I love that you have pleasure financially. I love that you have pleasure in travel. I love that you have pleasure with the goodness around you, in the friends, in the relationship that you're choosing to be in and the vibes that you are around. I'm just happy for you. But even with the good money, even with the nice vacations, even with the good man and the good friends, you are still exhausted. So you already have what the hashtag soft life says is the soft life. You're making good money. You out and about, wheels up. You traveling. You outside. You're doing the things. You're having the brunches. You and the girls. You're out. You and the man got the vacations. You got the matching sweatsuits. You got the matching pajamas on Christmas. This is what the girls are saying is a soft life. So why are you exhausted? That's why I asked you to define it. This is exactly why we have to define things for ourselves. The soft life is really about how soft you are in life with life so that life can in turn be soft to you. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? The soft life is not about yachting all the time. I love it. But there are a lot of people miserable on the private jet and the yacht. There are a lot of people who are crying, who want to commit suicide. There are a lot of people who are in unhealthy marriages and relationships and friendships. There are a lot of people who can't stand their body with things that are classified as hashtag soft life. Are you soft to life? Are you appreciative? Are you full of gratitude in life? Are you reaching out to people for help? As someone who says they make good money, are you utilizing your resources? Are you paying for the cleaning woman to come in and do the things that you need to do on a regular basis so that you can then relax? Are you utilizing the things that you have so that you can actually relax a bit? If not, I recommend that you do. One thing that really helped me, this is one of the solutions that I think, no, I don't think, I know will help anyone who is exhausted with independence. It is releasing the need to be independent and focus on interdependence. Hear me loud and clear. Get a pen, get a pad, turn this up, save this episode, forward it to someone you need to let know that you are going to release the independence that you have been carrying with you that has walked into the rooms before you, that have stayed in the room and lingered long after you left, let them know that you are now craving interdependence. Interdependence involves resources. One party has the resources that the other party needs to meet their requirements. And this transference of resources works 
mutually. Both parties help each other and meet each other's needs. Interdependence is the most important because it allows for the specialization in producing. Hello. In producing, you want to produce and not be exhausted. You don't want to overwork. You don't want to exhaust yourself, which it seems like you're doing. When you are in an interdependent relationship, it increases efficiency and it leads to stronger everything, stronger connection because you're rested, stronger because you're present, stronger in every way because you get to relax a little bit. Let's give you some examples, shall we? If you're in a family dynamic, most of us are, and in family systems often, especially when there are multiple children, you have the oldest, you have the middle child, and you have the baby, and typically those are traditional roles that people play. The oldest is typically the second parent or thinks they are. The middle, which I am, we need to have a whole middle child episode, which I am can go either way. They can also be a parent. They can also be the one who felt forgotten about because by the time the baby came and the oldest done run them ragged, they're left in between and no one really cares what they're doing. Or you could be the baby who most likely is extra spoiled and gets to get away with you know, things that the oldest and middle could not, and the parents are exhausted by the time you came, and or they have grown by the time you came, and they have seen the errors of their parenting ways with the oldest, with the middle child, and it seems like you just get to do whatever you want, and there can be some jealousy and resentment from the middle and elder child, and so forth and so on. Every member of a family system relies on each other for emotional and physical either support or breakdown. Let's be clear. The family either will support you or be the reason you need support externally. Whether it's household tasks, whether it is family drama, whether it is shared living expenses and or uh, duties in the house, those family systems, if they're healthy, require interdependence. Whatever you're good at, we value and appreciate and hold you up and support you in that. And whatever I'm good at, I value and appreciate you and hold you and support you in that so that we can have a common ground on how we interact with each other. We are feeding each other. No one is depleted because the resources that we both have help each other meet each other's needs. We are mutually in this together. The cycle of support is paramount. It sounds like you need interdependence, not independence. You need a transfer of energy, a transfer of supportive, resourceful energy. In order to get that, there's a lot of releasing and shedding and letting go of the power and independence that many of us carry. I'm speaking for myself. I used to be like, nah, because I got to say I did it all by myself. It means something to me for me to be the only one standing. Oh, please. It means nothing, but I'm exhausted. And if I'm standing at the end by myself, who do I have to share it with? Islands are beautiful, but if you're alone on it, you're pretty much Wilson from Tom Hanks's Castaway movie. Who wants that? We're, we're meant to connect. We're meant to celebrate and live this life with people. People who get it. People who want to participate. I need you to evaluate, my love, why you are addicted to independence and why it's okay with you to be exhausted because you're independent. Why is being independent so important to you? Where did you get the badge of honor with independence? Who taught you that? Who told you? Who told you that you needed to have a disclaimer of I'm embarrassed to say that I'm tired of being independent? Why did you even have to say that? Why are you embarrassed to say you're fatigued? Why is it not okay for a woman to ask for help and admit and take accountability that the energy she has is low. Why? Why is it a bad thing for us to not be okay with being independent? Hmm. I, I just have questions. I'd like to know. I also want to know your definition of good and nice. You take nice vacations. You have a good man and you have a good friendship circle. And this is no shade to your man. This is no shade to your friendship circle. But if you are exhausted being independent, what role... What role does your man play? What role does your friends play? Are they accustomed to you being the initiator of everything so they fall back and just participate? One of the reasons you could be exhausted. I know that firsthand. I wasn't exhausted because I allowed people in to help. I took over everything. My lack of trust in people, the adults who raised me, 
who let me down, the people who failed me, I felt I needed to control everything. My need to control the outcome, my need not to be disappointed led me to being so independent where everything from every girl's vacation, every birthday dinner for every friend and or family member, every event, everything. Even if people didn't ask me, I was there to help. If I wanted something done, I did it myself. If somebody even mentioned that, hey, you know, such and such is going to happen, I jumped into planning and prepping. And a lot of my exhaustion was because of me, not because people were taking advantage, because I conditioned them to fall back and let me do it. I conditioned them that I was the responsible one. I conditioned them that there was nobody who can get it done like me. I conditioned them to believe that if I wasn't involved, it wouldn't be right. Mm -hmm. I did that. I did that. My issues, my trauma speak created this exhausted, independent woman. I didn't think that anybody had the right to disappoint me because my biological father disappointed me. I didn't think anybody had the right to hurt me anymore. So I was going to cultivate any and everything, have my hands in any and everything so that I can control my heart being broken again. I put a wall up around everything that was connection-based. No, I'm not going to get anybody to help me. No, I'm not going to pay for anybody to help me. What the fuck I need to go to therapy for? No, no, women are not supposed to have any, another woman in their house cooking and cleaning. What am I going to get a maid for? That's what I'm for. I have two hands. I have two feet. God blessed me. I still have activity of my limbs. Why would I turn around and allow someone else to come into my house where my man is? Well, if I married the right man, which I believe I did, shout out to Denny Blanco, I shouldn't be worried about him and the maid. Because even if an advance came his way, he respects me enough and himself and our union and his morals, ethics, and values to not even go there. I built an independent wall around my heart because I was focused on the fabricated what-ifs of the world based on my pain and based on the pain of the people who raised me, based on the people that told me if I wanted done right, I had to do it myself. They were just transferring the BS that they were given. They gave it to me and I stuck it to me, stuck it on me like Velcro. And I walked into adulthood thinking it was a badge of honor. And I had a breakdown that had to shut down shop, shut down this podcast, shut down coaching, shut down connection to the world because I drained my own independent battery. And in hindsight, with this resurrection, it was the thing that I needed. I needed it. But what I don't want is for you to have a breakdown so that you can build yourself back up. I want you to catch it right now and switch that independent to interdependence. Reevaluate who's around you and why they allow you to be the independent person you are. It's time to undo what was done for you, for your sanity, for your health, for your mental, physical, spiritual health. There is no badge of honor. There's not a VIP section in heaven. There's no trophy or reward that you're gonna get. There's no ceremony. There's no Grammy speech that you're gonna get to give for being the independent, exhausted person. Sorry, not sorry. Mm -mm. It's not coming. If you're waiting for it, hold your breath. You sit there and do everything for everybody and be mad that nobody is thanking you for it, even when they didn't ask you for it. Independence puts you in situations that you need to be sitting down at. You need to be a guest. You need to just be able to show up and leave. But no, you want to be out here managing and micromanaging everything. Girl, girl, take a step back, take a breather, look at your life, look at yourself. Look at yourself. Let's get to the root of it. I love rooting things up. Do not cut off leaves and branches and go on another vacation and go to the spa and be like, oh, soft life, this is what I'm referring to. No, that is not rooting it up from the bottom. Let's dig into that emotional dirt. Let us dig down into one of the many roots that has shaped who you are as an independent woman. Let's start to dig those things up so that they no longer fester, so that your battery 
is no longer drained. We start recharging that thing slowly. Slowly. Put that, put that plug back into the emotional socket. And that might mean you're going to have to let some people and places go, beloved. Beautiful soul, let me tell you, in order for you to recharge, you're going to have to release. In order for you to recharge, you're going to have to release. And I don't know who or what you're going to have to release, but you're going to have to do it. And understand, with release comes grief. You already said you feel guilty about pulling back on your duties and responsibilities. That is the curse of independence. You don't have to be guilty about recharging your battery. You don't have to be guilty about releasing what is draining your battery. Guilt is a useless emotion if your actions and words align with your morals, ethics, and values. Did you hear what I said? Guilt is a useless emotion if what you're doing aligns with your morals, ethics, and values. You don't need to be guilty if you didn't do anything wrong. You don't need to be guilty if you taking care of yourself makes other people mad. That's their business. That's their business. The reason they're mad is because they no longer have access to the independent woman. They are now being called up to be an interdependent friend, coworker, family member, lover. And they're mad that they don't get to sit back and take advantage of the independent woman that you were. They're fearful of who they will be in the life of the interdependent person. They're fearful because you becoming interdependent requires them to step up and be interdependent with you. That's it and that's all. I can keep going, but I've had you here long enough. I pray, I pray that interdependence is what we crave in a healthy way, not, not where we are dependent on someone or something. We are not addicted to that being or that space or that place. We're interdependent. We feed each other. There's reciprocity. We go back and forth. We have a nice rhythm. We have a nice pace. And on the days where someone is a little depleted, our battery is so full. We're so poured into. We're so ready that we can temporarily cover that partner, that friend. I got you. You got 30%. Well, I'm on 100. So I can give you a little bit more. You on 50? Cool, because I'm on 100. If you need a little bit more to get you to 70, I got you. I got you. I got you because why? I got me first. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. Have you subscribed and or rated the I Said No podcast on the platform you listen to it on? If not, what are you waiting for? Subscribe and rate today. And don't forget to share. Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad you're here.